Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar Co. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today we have Joey Waters, who is not only a DJ, but also your live musician. Joey, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Yeah, thanks, man. Excited to be here. So... Let's just start out. You know, this podcast is called Pistons and Prosecco. So what's your favorite thing to sip on these days? So my favorite beer ever, uh, I just moved back here from Austin, Texas, and there's a brewery out there called 512. 512 is the area code there in Austin. And my favorite beer is um, it's a 512 pecan porter. It's this really dark, just amazing beer. And if you can get it nitro pulled, there's a couple bars out there um, that, that have that nitro pull and it's just smooth and, and delicious. Oh, I love that. You know, I was just in Austin about, I want to say two months ago, um, visiting my sister, my little brother, they both moved there last year. So I think I had that exact pecan porter you're, ta- you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Then you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's yeah. amazing. So tasty. Awesome. Well, let's get started, uh, you know, talking about your business. I know you just moved from Austin. You live in Hickory, North Carolina, which just is, it's barely what, an hour from Asheville, North Carolina. You're servicing all these areas. You know, let's just start out with, uh, you know, your origin story. Let's, let's start with that first. How did you start being a DJ and was it a wedding that was your first gig or was it like a college party? Yeah. So I, like a lot of musicians, I um, actually started in the church and I kind of was singing like kid songs and, and things like that. And um, I moved out to Austin, um, not specifically for music, but I was out there and I was trying my hand at live music and it wasn't really working for me. I, didn't, I don't think my skills were really where they needed to be years ago. Um, and so I was like, well, you know, if, if the live music stuff isn't working out, maybe I can be Skrillex or Avicii or somebody. Um, and so I was like, I'll just be a DJ. And that turns out that's that's pretty hard, too. Um, you know, all those dudes are record producers, basically. Um and so I, I had the, all the equipment. I don't even remember why I bought it, but I bought it all on a whim. And just like you said, I had a buddy that said, hey, man, why don't you DJ my wedding? Uh, and I, I, I think I initially said no because I was afraid about, you know, of ruining his wedding. But I, I reluctantly did it. And turns out it, it worked really well. I was a good fit, kind of a I don't know, beginner's luck, I guess. Um, but it just it just kind of ballooned from there. You know, I did a couple more free kind of things for some friends. And then a couple of friends paid me to do their wedding. And then um, I got linked up with some some business partners out in Austin and it just became more of a profession. And I decided to do it full time about six years ago um, and I've just been doing doing it full time ever since. It's so funny because I always tell people to hire professionals, but so many people get started doing it for their friends. So like, yeah, you can't match the whole like friend friend vendor thing, you know, but at the same time, I'm like when I see some sometimes that happens when I, when I see it. And I'm like, no, you should have hired a professional. But, you know, a lot of us get our starts doing it for free or doing it for just, you know, a hundred bucks or something like that. So you never know. That's great. I never thought about it like that, but you're right. I'm, I'm a huge fan of using professionals, but um, yeah, we had to have our start somewhere. So. We all, yeah, exactly. We all have to start somewhere. I started my first gig with the truck. It rained on the way there. So I was driving in the rain, no windshield wipers. Uh, I was looking at the side, you know, my, my head out the door and I did it for like 200 bucks. But the whole thing, you know, it was crazy. It's like the anyway. Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, you know, when he's driving <laughs> with his head out the window. Exactly. So, so you got started in weddings. Uh, do you pretty much only do weddings or are you also doing 
you know, birthday parties and other types of events? I really do love weddings. I'm one of those people that just, um, it's, it's, there's such a special day and I feel like I'm kind of in my, you know, I've hit my groove now. I've really hit, hit my stride. Um, and so I just, I just love doing weddings, but I'll do anything. I mean, I love, I love parties uh, when people are having fun and man, I, I miss that, you know, lots of large groups of people in small spaces. I can't wait till we, we get back to that. Um, but yeah, anything, I mean, I've done Halloween parties and, um, I worked with another kind of friend of mine had an entertainment company out in Texas and I was doing, you know, random Halloween parties and Christmas parties for HOAs. And, um, I did a couple of like the state, um, the Texas state museum out there and uh, just fun places like that. So I'll do, I'll do anywhere there's music and people having fun. I'm there. Yeah, no, I agree. I like the, this, you know, I don't know if there's a word, but specialness of a wedding, but at the same time, you know, if you want to have a great party, you can, you can hire me as well. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. So, so you moved out here back to, did you grow up in Hickory or? I grew up, I say I grew up in China Grove. I was born in Morganton, that area. Okay. Um, yeah. And then about, I guess, eight, let's see, third grade or so, I moved to, uh, I moved to China Grove. And China Grove is, I'm trying to remember where it is exactly. It's about 30, 45 minutes north of Charlotte, um, Concord, Salisbury kind of area. Um, yeah, Lowe's exactly. Motor Speedway, that's like the biggest landmark, I guess, around there. Okay, nice. So you're a North Carolina roots. boy through and through. Yes, sir. <laughs> Cheerwine, NASCAR, you know, yeah. all, all the good things. Right on. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're back in North Carolina and, you know, I love that you're in Hickory because I think you can, you can really work at so many different venues. You can work at the Charlotte venues. You can work at the Boone venues, the Asheville, the Hickory venues. Um, you know, what I've learned over the years is that there's definitely like sub markets within North Carolina. And for, for your location, you really have a great, you're like an hour and a half from everything. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, I was super excited about that. You know, moving back from, from any, you know, major metropolitan area, especially a, play, a place as special as Austin, it's the live music capital of the world. Um, so I've actually been shocked moving back to Hickory, how many amazing venues there are just like in Hickory and Statesville and those areas. And not even to mention, you know, Asheville, Lake Norman, Charlotte, Boone. Um, I, I'm very excited about being in this area. And, 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 you know, getting out to more of those venues. Yeah, no, that's great. That'll be, that'll be a really good, um, launching point for you. So we, we talked a little bit about this in the beginning, but not only are you DJ, but you're also a live musician. Tell me how that works. Do people always hire you for both? Is it kind of a standard package or is it, is the live music part an add on or vice versa? How, how does, how do people work with you in that regard? Sure. I try to do everything a standard package. Um, if I'm there, I'm usually bringing my guitar. Most people want that. Um, the live music thing, I sing and play like pop country um, and just pop stuff. So I like to say, you know, Keith Urban meets uh, Ed Sheeran meets Jason Mraz kind of feel. Um, just you know, random, you know, do that with an acoustic guitar. Um, but it really makes the night special. Some people are kind of leery about it, but every time I've had somebody that maybe um, didn't know exactly what I did, they've always enjoyed it and said, man, you know, that really made the dinner hour or the cocktail hour really special. Um, and I've also helped if people want you know me to play a song as they're walking down the aisle or something. I'm always cool for that too. Um, yeah. Well, that also gives you control over the audio for the night, right? Instead of having a separate live musician and the DJ, you kind of intertwine it. Is that right with your amp setup and PA? Maybe I don't know how that all works. Yeah, it's just my system. I take the whole sound system and I've usually got a separate one for the ceremony time uh, and the cocktail hour time because, you know, you don't want any dead space at a wedding. Like my goal is to always have some type of background music so there's no crickets, um, you know, just to, just to create those awesome atmospheres. 
at a wedding. So I'm always curious how people figure out what to play, you know, as like, how do you figure out what to play as a DJ? Do they give you, you know, 10 songs and you kind of figure out what to play from that? Or do they give you some artists and you kind of figure that out? What's, what does that process look like? Yeah, I love to, a little bit of all of that, honestly. Um, I love to, to really try to figure out who that couple is and what they're looking for. You know, everybody's a little different. Um, so I love the, the top 10. Um, hey, what, what are those top five songs we have to play at your wedding? Uh, but then also kind of what's, what, what's in your earbuds right now? What are you listening to? Um, and here, you know, a lot of times the bride and the groom are, are very different in that respect. Um, so we definitely try to, uh, um, you know, play things that'll, that'll, uh, both, both of those people are going to enjoy and the whole family too. Um, I, I take all of that and kind of mix it around in my head and then watch the, uh, the dance party that night and really try to try to make sure whatever I'm doing is working for that time. Yeah. That's something another DJ has said that you, you can't just play a playlist <laughs> through the whole night. You really have to look at the crowd, understand what kind of what they're going through and what they want to hear. You can't just have it be a static playlist. Right. And I think that's, that's the, the beauty of, of having a DJ. There's somebody that, that reads uh, the dance floor. I tell the story all the time. One of my, uh, some of my best friends out in Austin, we would go uh, two-stepping in Texas, people two-step. It's just like, you know, country, country two-stepping, but that's what we would do all the time out there. So we're thinking at their wedding, oh, just play a bunch of two-step music. That's what's going to work. I started playing that and for whatever reason it wasn't working. So I had to, you know, shift really quickly on the fly and nineties pop turned out was killing it. So, you know, we rocked out to Brittany and Justin and all those people, um, uh, that night, Nelly, I guess more two thousands pop, but still, um, all that stuff was, was, was killing it. So I think, yeah, you never really know because you don't know exactly what, um, how many of your friends versus your family is really going to be there and really what they're feeling. I like to say every, every, crowd is almost like a different person you're getting to know every single night yeah that's a good point i mean i i listen to certain kinds of music you know my buddies listen to other types my parents listen to something else so you know when we all come together it's not like we have the same music taste and i'm sure that's the case for everyone you know most people right but i always provide forms to like all my couples and it's got on there like hey what are those definitely we got to have songs just as importantly what are those definitely do not play songs you know i don't want to play you know uh the bride's you know breakup song with her ex-boyfriend or something (laughs) you know at the night of or whatever so um yeah i just I, i really try to take all that and all those you know data points and kind of shuffle them around in my head and then based off the experience i've had kind of reading dance floors um and then just just keep it going my goal is to keep it going i want you know you're going to have the most fun when you know the most people are on the dance floor at any given time that energy's there um that that's that's a win and that's when you're, you're that those are the moments you're going to remember um and that's my goal is to have as many people on the dance floor as possible yeah the one tactic i saw dj use to get people out was to play um what is it one of those line dancing songs where they all dance the same Right. Is that, oh, is that is it? It's a line dance, right? It is, yeah. And those are polarizing. Some people. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of those just for that. Like that's that's one of those special, you know, magic bullets DJs have. I like to say, um, even when people don't really love line dances, I'm like, give me one because it it's just it, for whatever reason. Sometimes those you know your your family needs a little bit of encouragement to get out on the dance floor, and that's like you say, a super easy way um, for them to get out there and, and and have some fun. Yeah, I was working a wedding with one of my bartenders and. And they played that song and I'm like, oh, I hate line dances. She's like, <laughs> like, okay, that's fine, Bryce. But, you know, some people don't feel confident dancing by themselves, which I do. And line dancing helps them get out on the dance floor. 
right and not doing their own thing they're just one of 20 people or 30 50 people doing the dance right Right. and sometimes all you have to all you need to do is break that ice so you don't have to play every you know 30 line dances in a night but just one sometimes is enough to like break the ice get them out there and then we're good to go the rest of the night well that's that's funny you say that because then this next song you played was another line dance and i'm like wait i don't think you could do those back to back like i I thought that was a golden rule but I, i guess not I mean, hey, again, the, goal, the 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 question is if if the people on the dance floor are loving it, then I guess that's all that matters. But yeah, yeah. I usually try to spread those out and do no more than like one every thirty minutes. I yeah. think is a good a good mix. Yeah, both an art and science DJ, the DJ and profession is, in my opinion. Yes, sir. So, when it comes down to it, what do you love most about your business? Is it the you know, is it the equipment? I mean, I know the day of is fun, right? You know, actually DJing, but um, you know, is it the sales process of the designing your website? Like, I don't know. What do you enjoy most about the whole business side of it or your, your business? Yeah. Um, I, I do love business. I was a business major and that stuff's fun to me. It's fun. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nerd spreadsheet guy. Like I love an Excel spreadsheet. It's super weird. Um, but I love all that stuff, but no, my favorite part uh, is honestly the people. I'm a people person at work. I'm a socializer. We just took these big personality things at work. Um, and yeah, I, just, I love the people. I love, um, and specifically those moments. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a sucker, man. I, uh, you know, when I see, uh, you know, a, a groom dancing with her, his mom for the first, you know, that, that, that mother son dance or whatever, um, th- those special moments every night, that's what I love. I, I almost tear up every single time I see those. Um, that, that's my, that's the favorite, you know, the thing yeah. I enjoy the most. Yeah. No, that's, I, I, uh, I mentioned that first wedding I did and they were giving their speeches and I actually didn't know the couple, the venue hired me and I started like tearing up at the speeches and I'm like, I don't even know these people. Right. What am I doing? <laughs> but you know, there's something very sweet about, you know, the rite of passage that is a wedding reception. So I'm very, well, you know, yeah. and knowing that you can be just a tiny part of that. I mean, knowing that there's something that I did, I contributed to that moment in that day. Um, you know, you're doing something right. And that, that's what I love. Cause that, that takes all the work. Even if you love the work, I mean, you want to see it pay off. And so that's when you get to see the payoff of all the work you've put into it. Exactly. Yeah. Being, you know, being of service, being helpful, honoring them on their big day. You know, that's what I tell my bartenders. I'm like, pretend it's your own wedding. You know, let's, let's honor these, these people and their guests because well, it's a big day. Yeah. And I think um, what you said earlier, I think that that's really the difference between a professional and an amateur is that we see ourselves as as more of a, a, a part of a larger thing. I'm not just there to DJ. That's not I'm, I'm there to make sure that wedding day is amazing. And, and with a team of professional volunteers, I mean, excuse me, vendors, I work with volunteers at my work. That's why I said that um, a team of professional vendors. Wow. Uh, you know, it, it just makes a huge difference. And, and we all work together again as a team to make sure it, it all comes together. So that's, that's a professional. Yeah. Well, let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit. What do you, <laughs> what do you, um, have you ever had like a crazy wedding, you know, happen or any kind of story that you'd be willing to share with us today? Yeah. Um, so luckily I haven't had any, everybody asked like, what's the craziest, you know, worst, you know, couple you've had or anything. And I don't know what, um, a lot of our, our business comes from referrals. And so we kind of already know the people, um, I've had, um, I've had good luck with everybody. Let's just say I've had a lot of great couples. One of the worst things I can remember is, um, one day the caterer just didn't show up. Um, apparently she had, I, you know, was telling them she was on her way and she wasn't and whatever. And so they had to end up 
ordering in like Domino's pizza for their wedding day. Um, and so they came up to me early on in the night, like, you know, we're supposed to dance at like nine or 10 o'clock at night. They're coming to me at like five 30 saying, Hey man, can you play some, some line dances or whatever to get kind of break the ice a little bit, break the tension. And I did. Um, so I came out looking great because I kind of got, you know, you know, I don't got everybody's mind off of what was happening, but, um, but yeah, that's probably the worst thing I've seen. And I felt so bad for them. Um, yeah. you know. well, you know, I, you know, I hate when that kind of stuff happens, but I've seen couples just roll with it. And I love that because it's, they realize like, it's not about, it, it is about the details, but it's not necessarily about them. Right. I mean, we all want to design a beautiful wedding for ourselves. Um, but at the same time, it's really about that time with family and friends. Uh, so if you can make light of it, I mean, that'll be such a fun story. I think, you know, if like my caterer didn't show up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not whatever happened, but I mean, not that I wish that on anyone or whatever, but like, you know, that's kind of a fun story. We ended up order, ordering Domino's and the DJ was great and we had a fantastic time. I mean, you know, that could still be fun. right. Yeah. I hope, I hope six months or a year, a couple years from that day, that's, that's the attitude they have. I know it doesn't feel that way in the moment, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you can look back on those things. And like I tell people always, my, my go-to phrase after the ceremony is like, okay, the hard part's over. You know, we've done, the reason we're there is for you guys to get married. That's over. So really no matter what happens the rest of this night, you guys get to start your life together. And that's an amazing thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. the rest is just icing on the cake, wedding pun. <laughs> so you've done, Weddings for you DJ weddings for many years now. What advice would you give to couples who are looking to tie the knot? Um, the one piece of advice I do give to people um, is actually hire a professional. That's what I always say. Um, okay. You know, I think you, you can have great success with with somebody that's new, but but it's a huge risk. And I think in, no matter what what vendor it is, your photographer, your your venue, anything, go with a professional. Um, there's just little tips and tricks and things we've learned and, and how to, if those little moments arise where something doesn't go exactly to plan, you know, we know how to deal with that. Um, so that, that's my one piece of advice. And also what you just touched on, you know, relax. It's you're, you're starting a life together. This is one day. I hope it's amazing. I want to try to make it as perfect as I can. Um, but just, just enjoy it, you know, enjoy those moments. If it's not perfect, it's not, you know, everything exactly to plan. It's still going to be great. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And luckily I've had a lot of those couples too. I mean, you know, for heaven's sakes, they're hiring a, a truck to be their bar. So <laughs> they're always like, every time I got on the phone with a new couple that's looking to book me, they're like, you know, we're laid back. I mean, we're, you know, having a modest wedding, you know, we just want to have fun. I'm like, that's perfect. You're, you know, you're the ideal client. So yeah, I feel like when I see you pull up at a wedding, like I want to be super stoked because I'm like, all right, these people are fun. This is going to be <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. So you know, let's, let's touch back a little bit on, on your history of doing weddings. You know, what did you wish you when you first started out being a wedding DJ? You know, what, what are some, some things you've learned over the years? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing I think is just that, that kind of X factor, the art to it of, of reading a, a dance floor. Like it's crazy. Um, when I first got started, you're just, you're super nervous. You're afraid about dropping that song that just clears the dance floor. Um, and as you, as you get into it a few years, you realize you, you kind of get the ebb and flow of, of the dance party and, and kind of know that, you know, people get tired after 30 minutes or so, a lot of times, especially your parents and stuff. Um, so it's okay if it, if it clears up a little bit while people are, are, um, you know, taking a break or whatever, but just that kind of stuff of, of learning the flow of a dance party, uh, is one thing I've learned. Uh, you touched on the equipment earlier, that kind of stuff, learning how to set up and tear down and get comfortable with your equipment. I think is something I've gotten more confident in, you know, again, when you're first starting out, you're worried about, am I going to plug everything up the right way? And they're going to have sound or, 
um, any of that kind of stuff. And then just how to, um, how to work with the other vendors and how to deal with those couples on the day of, I think is something I've learned over, over the years. Yeah. In regards to the flow, do you have like intuition during a song where you're, where you're like, okay, the crowd feels like this, they want another high energy, or do you look at them and they're like, oh, they're, they're having fun, but they want to come down and take a break. Like, how do you, how do you make those decisions in the moment? Some of it is, yeah, just that gut uh, after doing it for so many years, you kind of can just feel it. Like you can almost, it's almost like a sixth sense of I can feel where we need to go. Um, and so like sometimes when people come up and give me a request, it might be a fantastic song, but in my gut, I'm like, I, I know where this crowd wants to go and it's, it's not there right now. Um, and so, and then just, you kind of learn the nature of people, every crowd kind of, it's like breathing, I guess, every crowd. And so um, you sort of know how to, how to pace that and how to time it out. See, I'm really just looking for advice for my own house parties because <laughs> after college. Well, hey man, just have me, just have me up there. Don't worry about it. I'll DJ your house party. We're good to go. I, after college, I, I used to have these house parties and I remember specifically like one night everyone was having fun and I had my phone like that. I was controlling music with my phone and I was doing the, you know, Bluetooth, whatever through this, through a big stereo setup. And everyone's having fun. It was like pretty cool music. And then I just switched immediately to like Matchbox 20. It, <laughs> it's like what I wanted to hear in the moment. Right. It was like so anti-vibe for that moment that everyone was like, I remember because I was in another room and they just all started yelling like, what the heck? Like who changed the song? And I'm like, I party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just really trying to, you know, I just had you on here so I could have better house parties. For and, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's some, some of that is like, uh, you know, sometimes it's just like, go with it. Just, you, you know, you've got, you've got to make some decision like this, this song you're playing is going to end in at most three and a half minutes. I, I don't usually play full songs because, you know, at a wedding it kind of gets kind of boring after like a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, Hey, no matter what, this song is going to end and you're going to have to play another song. I think when you're starting out as a DJ, that can be one of the scariest things because it's what you're saying. It's like, what if I feel like this song is the right song to play and I drop matchbox 20 on them and that's not what they want. Um, and so I think you just learn to do that and learn like, it's okay. If, if you, you know, nobody's perfect and nobody can, I can't read somebody's mind. Um, so sometimes if, if I do play a song that's not hitting quite where I want it to, I've learned to like, Hey man, just get out of it. Nothing saying you have to stay at that, you know, in that song for three minutes. Like if it's not working, just Trent, you know, fade into another song. Um, yeah. Yeah. Usually after, fade, that, that fade is a life. good, that's a good, <laughs> I've, I've seen DJs not fade. And I'm like, what are you, everyone loved that song. And then you just chopped it and then moved to a different song. Like there's two, that's two no, no's in my book. Well, but. And that's the other thing on the other side of that is man, if, if the crowd's vibing, I, you know, I'm not going to change the song, man. Like let them, if that's what they're doing and they want more of it, like, you know, let it, you never really know. I, I've been shocked sometimes, like, really, this is what you guys are vibing to. But hey, it's not my party. It's it's their party. Um, and if that crowd is into it, that's then I'm doing my job. And that's what excites me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Joey, you, you just moved um, just the last year back to North Carolina. So I know, you know, you're you've got a lot on your plate right now. But do you have anything in works for the future in regards to your your business, you know, are you looking to, to hire any more DJs or do you want to go stay solo for forever? Or maybe in a few years you want to bring some on, you know, or do you have anything else in the works that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I, um, so the dream would be to, I, I'll write and sing and play country stuff. Like, you know, when I don't have weddings and in my spare time through the week kind of thing. So the dream for me is to, you know, write that giant country banger and be the next, 
you know, Morgan Wallen or Luke Holmes or Eric Church or whoever um, that you're into right now. That that's the dream. Um, that's that's that business is so, so cutthroat and so you know such a long shot that um, in the DJ world, I I would love to have my own my own things come in, have a couple guys um, you know underneath me, kind of learning the ropes, some younger guys. Um, I do love that. I love teaching younger music you know, musicians, whether it's guitar or DJs or whatever. Um, I do love seeing those younger guys and girls um, coming up, and I love teaching you know what what I know to those people. So I would love to have that in the future. Um, I love what I'm doing. I love my doing my own thing and, and being my own dude going out there with, you know, kind of have, have equipment we'll travel. Um, but yeah, I think in the future it would be cool to have, have a kind of a bit bigger business. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause when I started, I didn't, I never thought I'd have another bartender working for me. Now I have like 10, you know, so it's, it's just funny how things work. You know, some people want to stay solo and they, and they do that. Others want to have, you know, 20 people working for them. It just depends on kind of the business and how they want their life to look, you know, but I'm always curious how people want to go. Some, you know, some makeup artists, for example, just want to stay solo. Others want to have a big team. And I'm just always curious to hear what people, uh, you know, which direction they want to go in. Right. I've thought about doing like, you know, stealing your thunder here a little bit. Like I thought about the podcast thing, like doing a DJ podcast thing or cause that's, you know, everybody has a podcast now. Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, that kind of stuff. So I don't know, you know, I like, um, making video content too. I thought about just putting out maybe some training videos or something. So I don't know. I tinker around with a lot of different stuff and maybe, maybe something will land someday. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually on the cusp of trying to do something like that myself, like doing some online, you know, sort of not training necessarily, but a lot of, a lot of other mobile bar companies have reached out to me to learn how to batch cocktails. Cause I put them on draft and we pre-batch these cocktails and people are like oh how, cool you know, i didn't know that yeah they're like how do you put a margarita on draft how do you put a you know moscow mule and um it's not rocket science but there are some things <laughs> that you need to to think about when you're doing it otherwise you'll completely mess it up so um I, you know i think being helpful and creating value for folks is always a nice thing to do um you know no matter what industry you're in so i'm glad to glad to hear you're going in that direction uh, Joey, if people want to hire you for their wedding or at least talk to you about it and see if it's a good fit, what does that process look like? Yeah, they can go to joeywatersmusic.com. Um, I've got a little YouTube video there. They can kind of see more of what I do and a couple blogs and that kind of thing. And my phone number and email are on there. So I love talking to people. Um, and I'm a no pressure kind of guy. If it works out and we're a fit, great. Um, and if it, if it's not, that's fine too. And I love to recommend other vendors again, because I'm, I'm about more than just, you know, that wedding, me doing their wedding. I mean, I want people to have a great wedding day, whether I'm doing it or not. Um, I hope I do every wedding. I mean, I love it, but, um, uh, yeah, they can, they can reach out and chat with me. Great. And, um, this is just coming from me. Do you use <laughs> some sort of booking software or CRM? Like I'm always curious what people are using to, to make that happen, to, to book those clients. Right. So right now, because it's just me, I'm kind of doing my own thing. And I just have my, my, like I say, my Excel spreadsheets that I nerd out over. Um, but yeah, a great uh, CRM for that is a thing called 17 Hats. I don't know if you ever heard of it. That's what I use at a previous company. But it's fantastic, man. People can log in. Um, they can even do the request through 17 Hats. I think it ties in to GoDaddy or whatever you're using. Um, and you'll get that initial thing. Um, and they'll get a, like a welcome email. And then they get all the forms that they're, you know, the planning forms and the contracts and all that sort of stuff. And it tracks the progress of like, Hey, are these forms sent Are all the yeah. billing side of it and everything. So 17 hats, I have any professional out there listening to this. Like if you have, if you have a side hustle, any kind of business, 17 hats is, is a really yeah. cool, 
I looked at that. I personally use HoneyBook, which is, um, it's not as comprehensive, but it's just so clean that it, it was easy for me to just <laughs> to use it where, you know, the contracts, proposals, all the projects and all the info is in place. But it was funny because I got so mad they wouldn't put a variable for the type of bar I needed. I was using for that event. So I'm like, I'm not going to look into the project notes every time. And then I, I finally realized like, oh, I can just rename the project with the, their bar of choice at the end. Right. So, you know, because I'll get an inquiry and I'm like, oh, I already have a wedding book, but I don't know what bar they use. So I'll have to go into the emails and scroll through. Anyway, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I use HoneyBook. I don't love it, but it works for me. I'm just always curious what people are using, you know, to, to book events and, and manage all that. So, so for all the folks who don't have one out there, 17 Hats or HoneyBook could be a good option for you. Absolutely. Joey, is there anything else you want to share with us um, regarding you know, your business, anything that makes you, you know, helps you stand out from other DJs or anything you want couples to know? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, hire me. Come on now. <laughs> um, no, it's, I'm excited to be back in this area. Like anything, um, it's just building that, that base. Um, I have, like I say, years of experience doing this and I'm excited to be back in Western North Carolina and Central North Carolina um, and just trying, you know, trying to get out there more. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to working a wedding with you. We have about 80 weddings booked for this year. And I think I could get you to be a DJ at one of those. So <laughs> I'm yes, going to send I'm this, a, I'm going to, I'm going to send this out to all my, all my couples that still need DJs and hopefully we can work a wedding together. Uh, really look forward to doing that. And hopefully you can come see the, my trucks someday. You can kind of see one of them in the background. I do see that. I, I was wondering about that. Like that's, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got, this is like my little podcast studio and then i've got my tasting lounge in front of here oh so, okay. you got a tasting lounge um yeah i'm definitely yeah. coming up. come right on there. out man yeah we can uh we can hang out in person and you know have you up to Asheville, show you around a bit but thanks for so much thanks so much for your time joey really appreciate it and best of luck to you here in the north carolina wedding market hey man thanks so much for having me